This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, June 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Shooting shocks D.C. Aggies. Purdue hosts task force. Research gets Senate focus. Crop insurance defender. Nominee delay. And EPA sued. The food and agriculture community in the nation's capital is reeling from the shock of the shootings at the congressional baseball practice yesterday. One of the most severely wounded victims was Matt Micah, a lobbyist for Tyson Foods, who formerly worked for the North American Meat Institute and several house offices. The Michigan native is expected to spend several days in the intensive care unit at a Washington hospital after undergoing surgery yesterday for his wounds. The former college baseball and football player was helping coach the team. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway, Republican of Texas, witnessed the shootings and later did multiple media interviews. Although shaken by the event, Conaway cautioned against making political responses to the shootings or overreacting with new security measures. USDA to publish proposed rule to allow Chinese chicken. The USDA is scheduled to publish a proposed rule by tomorrow to open the U.S. market to cooked chicken from China, according to both government and industry sources as they spoke with AgriPulse. The announcement comes as no surprise because the Commerce Department foreshadowed the action in an announcement last month on the initial results of a 100-day action plan that arose from an April meeting between U.S. President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping. Another result from the plan is China's agreement to lift its ban on U.S. beef. It's long been suspected that China would not lift its ban on U.S. beef until the U.S. allowed in shipments of Chinese-origin chicken. A USDA document viewed by AgriPulse said, FSIS is proposing this action because the agency has reviewed China's laws, regulations, and poultry slaughter inspection system as implemented and has determined that the Chinese poultry slaughter inspection system is equivalent to the system that the United States has established. Purdue convenes Rural White House Task Force. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue will host the inaugural meeting today of President Trump's cross-government task force on agriculture and rural prosperity. The officials who will join Purdue include Budget Director Mick Mulvaney, Trade Representative Bob Lighthizer, Energy Secretary Rick Perry, and the Chairman of the Federal Communications Commission, Ajit Pai. The task force is supposed to identify existing barriers to economic prosperity in rural America and find ways that innovation, infrastructure, and technology can provide sustainable improvements. Sweet Respite. The International Dairy Foods Association put on its 35th annual Capitol Hill ice cream party yesterday, and it could not have been more welcome given the shootings. Several lawmakers stopped by, including Colin Peterson, ranking Democrat of the House Agriculture Committee, and Robert Adderholt, chairman of the House Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee. House Ag kicking off listening sessions. House Agriculture Committee is launching the first of a series of listening sessions it will hold around the country to gather input for the next farm bill. The first meeting will be held June 24th in Gainesville, Florida. The remainder of the schedule hasn't yet been announced. Senate Ag puts focus on research. 
With an eye toward a new farm bill, the Senate Agriculture Committee today will hold a hearing on the needs for food and agriculture research. The top Democrat on the committee, Debbie Stabenow of Michigan, tells AgriPulse she specifically wants to know how the new Foundation for Food and Agriculture Research is doing. Stabenow says she also wants to find out what additional research the federal government should be funding. The witnesses will include the Foundation's Executive Director, Sally Rocky. She'll be asking senators to continue support for Foundation and for agriculture research across the board. She also will be highlighting some of the Foundation's work since it first started hiring staff in 2015. We previewed Rocky's remarks on this week's open mic. To listen, go to www.agripulse.com. Stabenow concerned about USDA delay. Stabenow says the delay in filling top positions at the USDA could make it harder to write the next farm bill. Purdue said six potential nominees, including a deputy secretary, wouldn't be confirmed before at least September. Stabenow said the secretary needs a team around him. AgriPulse reported most of the potential nominees last month. Sources say at least part of the delay is due to the challenge that Iowa Agriculture Secretary Bill Northey has in separating his farming interests. As we first reported in early May, Northey is expected to be nominated as Undersecretary for Farm Programs. Tester emerges as crop insurance champion. Supporters of crop insurance have to be pleased to hear Senator John Tester, a Democrat of Montana, vigorously defend the crop insurance program. Tester, an organic farmer who often differs with agribusiness groups on biotechnology and other issues, sharply challenged Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue at a Tuesday hearing for saying that crop insurance should be viewed and operated along the same lines as property and casualty insurance. As we reported yesterday, Purdue did not back off the comparison. Tester tells AgriPulse that while Purdue understands how critical crop insurance is to farmers, he seems to be leaving himself room to pivot on the issue. He's in a position to both support and increase in spending, but still have some cover if the program gets cut. That the word of Tester, he's a good politician. Sugar Deal Released the Commerce Department is putting out for public comment the final details of an agreement with Mexico on sugar trade. The deal released yesterday follows the framework that was announced last week. Ethanol bill may sputter in the Senate. A bill to remove the vapor cap that limits the summer use of E15 faces an uncertain future in the Senate. The chairman of the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, John Barrasso, said yesterday he has a promise to vote on the measure to the bill's chief sponsor, Deb Fisher, Republican of Nebraska, but he did not offer a timeline. Biofuel industry sources tell AgriPulse that the committee is likely to act before the August recess. But Barrasso was opposed to the bill, and the panel's top Democrat, Tom Carper of Delaware, also has misgivings. Carper told reporters that he sensed a willingness on the committee to hold a hearing, not an eagerness to move toward markup. Ethanol interests are working hard to rally all of their supporters, including several retailers who are engaging in a new marketing campaign and continue to advance the measure. EPA sued for delaying pesticide requirements. A new lawsuit challenges EPA's decision to extend the compliance deadline for new requirements on certified pesticide applicators. 
The CPA rule, which has been delayed until May 2018, ensures those who handle the most dangerous pesticides are properly trained and certified before they apply them. That says the groups who are filing the lawsuit in federal court in California. Those groups, which include the United Farm Workers and Pesticide Action Network North America, says the rule includes common sense protections, such as requiring pesticide applicators to be at least 18 years old. The National Association of State Departments of Agriculture was among those who sought the delay. NASDA argues that states implementing the rule were not yet ready to implement it. Here's today's He Said It. I've been with this issue probably longer than anyone at this table has with the whole ethanol issue. I remember when Al Gore invented it all. I'm serious about that. He did with the environment and all of that. That's Senator Jim Inhofe, a Republican of Oklahoma, speaking at a Senate Environment and Public Works Committee hearing on the ethanol vapor waiver. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, June 15th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.